0: here on the very first the inaugural of the chilled esports podcast i am your host here eugene and i'm joined by my very good friend and fellow blizzard enthusiast joey how you doing my friend
1: my friend i am awesome i am joey ray and i am here to talk about blizzard esports and all the good stuff that comes with blizzard esports
0: yeah I'm so glad that I'm here with you, man, um, because, as some of you might not know, uh, Joey and I have been friends for a very, very long time, um, very active Blizzard enthusiasts, and I think we first came together over the World, World of Warcraft, was that right, Joey?
1: That's right, That's right. second year uni World of Warcraft during Burning Crusade, uh, a yes. very, very long
0: time ago. <laughs> yes, a long time ago. We were uh, BC babies, as it were.
1: Are we swearing, or are we um, being or Are we being G-rated?
0: Uh, we'll try to be G-rated. But we're Australian, man. we like, we have to swear. That's sort of the thing. <laughs> okay, sure. It comes with the bats. All right. <laughs> we don't really get a choice. All right, let's be explicit then. Uh, all right, PG, PG. Okay, all right. Guys,
1: if you're, if you're under 13, you need to ask your
0: friends right now if you can keep those things to us. No, it'll come up with an explicit. So, I think everyone knows what we're in for. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's do this. Sexy all right, girls. All right. All right so, um, first things first. Uh, how's uh, how's everything been um, treating you in Blizzard in the past week, man? What have you been doing in in Blizzard World?
1: In Blizzard World in the past week, I've been excited
0: about the new Deckard Cain guy. Oh yeah, right, right. Deckard Cain. Um, Old geriatric himself. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I actually thought. I, I i remember calling you up about this all talking talking you and you thought it was an april fool's joke at yeah. first
1: it came out on april one what the hell was i meant to think yeah <laughs> it's a I,
0: fucking april fool's joke yeah that's what i was oh like. damn there's the first f-bomb
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i knew it was gonna be you i knew it was gonna be you. yeah no of course uh, it's gonna be me yeah i can see who brings the professionalism to this podcast me i'm professionally Mm-hmm. Um, Australian yeah professionally Australian that's pretty funny um, yeah man yeah. so what do you think is most exciting about Deckard Kane?
1: you know the thing that excites me most about Deckard Kane is just the fact that it's Deckard Kane. like his abilities, his abilities are kind of I'm lukewarm, I'm lukewarm on him like I kind of like the AoE sleep but in terms, of, in terms of lockdown I don't think it adds enough
0: Yeah, yeah Insofar as
1: um, game mechanics wise Mm,
0: I think so too Um, I think that the sleep mechanic is not as good as people are sort of putting it out to be That people are comparing this to sort of like a mosh pit or something like that But the difference between this and mosh pit is that once you interrupted the CC sort of over
1: Exactly I mean you're going to need to follow up the sleep Because I I sort of see sleep as um, it's a great disengage mechanic but I mean, if you're gonna follow it up with damage, the very next thing you have to go to follow it up with is a stun. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So what it does do actually is it sets up for a boss divine shield. Like if you if you sleep three guys, I can immediately see a Johanna coming in like with a fucking swing in the dick. and how there goes a that goes a blessed shield and hits three targets immediately.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, what immediately hits me is, um, the, the, which is the ironic thing is the Diablo synergy. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, if you could, uh, you know, you, you, you stay a while and listen, put everyone to sleep and then follow it up with a Diablo apocalypse. And now that's
1: only the, um, I think that's only the, the English translation. I think in French, uh, De- Decker it came, probably says Diablo hit them now. <laughs> because man that is really good synergy i didn't think of that
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i thought it was well what i thought about i thought it was just really ironic um that (laughs) that they would have a synergy with their (laughs) their ultimates you know because yeah because mystic kane is always hell they prime evil i mean to
1: be fair he actually studies demonic law and shit right so like maybe he got his ability off like some ancient demonic tome and he's like, mm, this won't end badly. Stay a while and listen. And then it's like synodized with the other. like, Thanks, insect.
0: <laughs> Your puny Herodric magic was a good addition. <laughs> I knew I should have included that chapter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, that's, well, I'm very excited for Deku Kane. I should be on the PTR very soon, and hopefully, we can test him out to um to see how he goes no
1: I'm definitely gonna main this guy this guy I'm at least gonna be like banning a couple nights for them mm,
0: mm, yeah I definitely think so definitely a fan I, favorite you, know
1: something, you know something I really liked actually was the roderick uh, not her not roderick cube but so, so I, remember I remember just endless nights night. of it's like this point in Diablo 2 where you you go through and you've done the first act, and then you go into the second act, and you're like, you're going to the east, and you're in this like desert area, and you get the Herodric Cube, and as soon as you get the Herodic Cube, you spend literally the next freaking 45 minutes just screwing around with gems. Mm. <laughs> you're just like putting gems into the cube bam and then <laughs> you get better and better gems like yes gems oh, um so I really like how they they put that into his kit they like you like have to are the gems, are the gems talents I forget the talents yeah, or the.
0: I from what I from what I can tell um the gems are a way to augment the ability, so it's to yeah. aug- augment the cube uh, in a particular way. They, I don't think Blizzard specified how at the moment, at the time of recording. Mm. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, more information needed. I think. Yeah, but like the whole thing, like
1: they really, what I saw was like they re- they were really trying to nail the whole uh, gem cube thing because. Like, when I think about the Haradra Cube and, like, Diablo 2 and, sort of, action RPGs, I think about the fucking gem system and, like, putting my gems into my items and now my cool axe is now a poison axe. Yeah, right, <laughs> I love right. that shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is, <laughs> it is something that, um, that you definitely have some nostalgia for and just something that you, do you think they nailed it with Deckard Kane, you think, by, like, having this new gem system?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, um, that's to me, that to me that is Decker Cain. Like, it's uh, the because I the reason I, thought, the reason I thought Decker Kane was an April Fool's joke was because I'm th- I'm like got stay he's got to well Stay Well and Listen, work, but like what else? He's like this this old man. What's he gonna do? Like Stick Powers, okay. like I guess. So, but uh, <laughs> think with the Roger rug- Cube rug- and everything. That's just they got, got everything that's cool about Decker Kane, and they like encapsulated it in
0: in the five abilities plus talents. Mm, mm. Well, we'll definitely have to check him out, and um, we'll keep everybody updated on uh, on what we think and um, how we're doing with it. Um, so far as me with uh, Blizzard Games at the moment, the big thing that I've been uh, looking at is the Hearthstone expansion. So um, when we're oh, yeah. recording, yeah, it's only been out a couple of days, and there's already some pretty powerful archetypes that are emerging. It's always... It's always really fun to see what happens when um when the standards uh standard set rotates so we're now in the year of the raven and we've gotten rid of some of the really powerful cards from back when they were doing um doing things like uh one night in karazhan so all the adventures yep. yeah so a lot of yep. those powerful cards from old gods and from mean streets of gadget than um things that people will be happy for like jade jade cards so jade druid's no longer a thing um not that many people were playing it but patches finally rotated who was um, yep. one of the most oppressive pirates just ever in the game you know god damn um, that patches i know every time i see patches i'm like yeah we know patches you're in charge buddy it's totally it's fine <laughs> So, you know uh, prepare,
1: prepare your anus, that's what he was
0: Yeah <laughs> But um, but I've been playing around with some things uh, I, I especially like um, Baku, so just the Odd um, The odd deck synergies are just really awesome In particular, I've been liking um, Warrior and Paladin
1: Can you remind us what Baku does?
0: Oh uh, yeah, so Baku, uh, at the start of the game If your deck only contains Odd cost cards, it will up grade your hero power and so for it's more beneficial for certain classes other than others but um for ones in particular like warrior um when you hero power you'll get four armor instead of two and if you are a paladin uh you'll summon two silver hand knights instead of just one Or sorry, silver hand recruits um so it's just inherently really powerful to have odd cost cards um and baku reporting for duty yeah <laughs> yes you can get double you can get double <laughs> double reporting for duty there joey double. double
1: reporting for duty double double i know doubles. i love my double double
0: Get a little a little army of um silver hand idiots yeah so dude paladin <laughs> just got really really good um and you have a lot of things like um a lot of things like oh i forget the card now what's it called the one where you give them all plus two, plus two. I think, yeah.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, another one you yeah, mean? I, I forgot one. what
0: it's called though. Yeah, I forget what it's
1: called. How but how uh, does this synergize with um the, uh, Witch King expansion? I forget what that's called. The, uh, Knights uh, of, the Frozen, Knights Throne? of the Frozen Throne.
0: Frozen um, Throne. because that changes your hero as well, right? So yeah. So as far as Paladin con- is concerned, um, unless you're going for an OTK style, meaning you summon all the four yeah. horsemen. Uh, it's not worth it to to run the paladin um, the paladin hero. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, and with Garrosh, um, you may want to change it over. It really just depends on the matchup because Garrosh, Scourge Lord Garrosh, will give you a whirlwind effect. Mm. You, mean Magni, you mean Magni, right? <laughs> oh so, <laughs> no, the death knight card is Scourge Lord Garrosh. Like it or not, dude. Oh really? oh really there's no... no oh no dude you're so oh, Blizz, out of, what are you doing you're so out of date with your hearthstone um yeah I'm man so it date, doesn't man. it doesn't matter which hero you selected the death knights have to be the prop the original death knight versions sucks or yeah oh. <laughs> well i can deal they did get a bit they did get a bit lazy so i'm not gonna like you know get put blizzard put blizzard off that easy no, I'm I'm not I'm not letting my talk for this. I'm gonna write them an angry email telling them how angry I am. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um so i think we might head over to Esports Land um and start talking about some Heroes Esports because I think Heroes of the Storm is the game that we both wanna talk about the most. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. All right, so first things first is uh during the second half or the second phase after the um after the uh, is it the mid season brawl? No, the clashes. After the clashes. Um, for at least for the NA stream, which is the one that I watch the most, they had a they had a cast to change. Who
1: mm-hmm. did uh, they change
0: out? So originally so, it was Gillyweed and um, and J How? But yep. um, they've put they've bought Dreadnought back. So it's now Dreadnought and J How. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I thought that was an interesting play.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I I really like Dread- Dreadnought's commentary. I think he's really good.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I was never I was never actually a big fan of Jay Howe. I don't know what it was, whether or not it was like he was just a gigantic human being, or um or something <coughs> like that. But there was just something that didn't sit right about it. But I think if you pair anyone with Dreadnought or Gillyweed, then they'll seem good and. I've really come to like Jay Howell mm. a lot more because of that. I don't know. Am I crazy yeah, here? Fair enough.
1: Um, no, I don't think you're crazy. I think um I think it speaks to his character that he can sort of uh, bounce off somebody like no matter who he's bouncing off, he's is sort of like always on point and mm. always giving something incisive to say such that the other person can always like just jump in and say, you know, whatever's on their mind. Like whatever brain fart comes out. Yeah, sure, sure and so i so i think that's really his ability um which i which i like
0: yeah sure no that's it seems pretty cool and like and one thing that i did notice about them is like they do run a really nice commentary man like yeah, yeah so even their analysis and play by play and it's just like absolute top notch and i really just have to give it to the whole esports team right like they're just killing I- it
1: Absolutely. Um, I was noticing in the EU cast so, because like like they're who I watch a lot. I, I don't actually know their names. Like uh, I call them. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, it's really bad. I call them like Baldy and Shorty. <laughs> I
0: believe it's Kaldor and Trixler. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Kaldor is the bald guy.
1: Okay, Kel's a ball yeah, guy. really good. He's got um, a yeah. German accent, but he—it's um, sort of like comes and goes. He—he like, he gets more German as he gets. A... Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Um, I remember listening to him doing a lot of um, vodcasting as well. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. But no, uh, legit. legit. You can tell how much they're practicing, um, especially
1: with keeping um, sort of three things in the in their head at once. I I just don't know how they do. They're trying they're to name, name abilities, abilities and like look at three different parts.
0: Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean, dude. I know I know what you mean. And um I I always I always wonder what they write down in their notebooks or in their like um tablets, you know? They just have all these notes and like all these stats that they just pull out of nowhere and it's just like it's always fun to always fun to watch. No, it's just a I
1: it's it's a land I don't understand and it's the person who takes lots of notes like as like live as they're going. I'm like mm. How do you listen and write? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> get
0: me that far And then maybe So here's the thing Is that most people have to pay attention yeah. When they're at school and university Unlike you oh God. Who just uh, went through it And got straight A's anyway Yeah well Oh well Yeah so that's why it's a <laughs> mystical
1: land to you <laughs> it, it, It's a pretty mystical land I've, I've mm. just It's just a skill I never mastered Yeah Right. Um, so, it also give me a terrible memory.
0: So what's going on in NA? Um, so yeah, good question. I did want to talk about some of the uh, f- some of the different picks. Um, in particular, what I've been seeing across NA, and you can tell me if it's the same in EU, is that there is a very very tight support choke, and that basically that um, there's the Stukov and Malfurian are basically the top two pick supports. With um, Malfurion amongst the most and first pick across this last week, what do you think about the supports at the moment?
1: I think we are never going to see the back of Malfurion. I think he's just going to be a mainstay in um, the next few (laughs) patches. Yeah, I think so. so
0: Good. Yeah, he is. He is very, very good in 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 the right hands. I think and. And obviously, like, these guys are pros. These guys know exactly what they're doing. I remember I was yeah, yeah. having a talk with you, okay. like, off off stream. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I can't unlock Malfurion. But these guys can, and he's just an absolute monster. Um, what was yeah. what, what was interesting is how he's gone through this ebb and flow where he was, mm-hmm. yeah, he was the yeah. top support a long time ago. And um, they, mm. then they hit him with the nerf train, they got rid of Cleanse, they got rid of all this other stuff, and he was basically dead in the water. But after the rework, he's now back to, back to first pick.
1: Yeah, I mean, but it's also easy to see why, right? Like, I mean, all you have to do is you give him... He's sort of like... It's like a car. Where the car's only two modes, it goes, it jumps from like two thousand revs straight to six thousand revs. Yeah, right. Like, and that's like, like, and the difference between two thousand six thousand revs is like, give regrowth an extra five health over
0: twenty seconds, and bam, he's yeah, overpowered. he's suddenly he's suddenly like that's it's, it's the way of the StarCraft two bunker. Yeah
1: it's, yeah, it's the way of the StarCraft two bunker exactly because. I mean, you look at Malfurion's kit, and he's got um, he's got a, a, a little pokey damage thing, um, a massive area root, which can just totally screw or set up, or you know, it has a lot of sort of play potential. Yeah, a lot of synergies, and then with regrowth and regrowth talents and regrowth buffing and tranquility, um, he just gets best healing in the game. Or if you don't want tranquility, because you hate your teammates why not just make not to win every team fight with with
0: Twilight dream mm. yeah very true <laughs> two options are great <laughs> so yeah two options are very good um in that respect what why do you think uh there's the popularity with Stukov now then Oh, the silence silence it's easily the silence yeah yeah very true i'm noticing uh something in common with these two guys is so they both have these death circles that they put on the ground yeah death circles definitely um i think death circles
1: i think death circles are easy to wombo into i think that's the thing like if you because if you what you're putting down when you put down a death circle is you're putting down
0: basically like combo here mm. <laughs> this is the combo zone yeah or well, this is the follow-up zone yes. yeah yeah exactly yeah this is where everyone puts their abilities i think i think as well and we'll talk about it later i think this is where we can actually um use it in our home game so where we can actually take yeah, this, yeah we'll talk about that we'll talk about that later um something yeah. else uh that was sort of popping up is garrosh he's back man yeah he's back in n.a yeah he's not back in a year <laughs>
1: garrosh is late yeah <laughs>
0: Screw Garrosh. <laughs> well, he's, he's among one of the highest and most contested picks over this last week, and I've just been seeing a ton of the War Chief, and I'm just struggling to understand why. I don't know, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> anything Garage
1: can do, anything Garrosh can do, uh, Junkrat can do better. That's my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, apart from staying, apart
1: alive, from staying alive, like oh, yeah. well, obviously Garrosh is tank, Junkrat's an assassin, but mm. um, Garrosh's main thing is the um, the chess move, like you flip him over.
0: Yeah. So I think it's it is it is the chess move, but I think he just gives a lot of battlefield control. Like I think, I think now we're finally unlocking him. So like I was saying before about Malfurion, I think people, mm-hmm. I think we finally unlocked Garrosh because everyone thought that into the mm-hmm. fray was just going to be used for trolling and. You know, basically, just like, you know, I, what the fuck moments. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> that's all it's yes. for. <laughs> yep, yep. Throwing, throwing your friends into into weird, weird situations. But if oh man, I hate Gareth so much when he does. That. Yeah. <laughs> Low health,
1: <laughs> go in for the ward.
0: gosh you're killing me, man. Yeah, yeah, that's always really annoying. Um, and I know I've done that to a couple of times. I think. Yes, you have. <laughs> I'll never forgive you. But um, I think so. As much as this used for trolling, I think if it's used properly, that um, it's actually just a really good, um, really good talent. And basically, if someone's out of position, Absolutely. they're suddenly just not. So I think that's why we're seeing a lot of um, a lot of Garrosh now. Is it we've finally unlocked him? Um, no, definitely. But the the whole saving allies thing,
1: I think Mediv does it a lot better. Mm, well, Mediv um, is another hot topic. Yeah, that's true. I've I've seen some mind-blowing Medivh play. Mm. I just like... I I watch these guys play Medivh I'm like, (laughs) how do you guys click buttons so good? What the hell?
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) I think that's the difference is that Medivh is always, always an organized play kind of guy. And right now, he's actually just the most banned and most contested hero in all of esports right now. After what I've seen, I can believe it. Mm. Because he got a minor rework, um, and basically, I think, mm-hmm. I think giving him Master's Touch baseline um, just made his value go up in like astronomically.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no longer is he a protection bot; he's a damaging
0: protection bot. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he can see you wherever you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, these guys who are playing him are finishing the quest a lot sooner than everybody else at home, and the thing about it is, people actually use the portals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Actually, something interesting, sort of uh,
1: kind of sideline topic on specialists, uh, ABBA bands, a lot of ABBA
0: bands. Mm, Well, I was going to talk to you about this as well, is that um, I saw some of the more interesting picks that were happening over the past week, is that there was a North American team who ran a supportless ABBA composition. Successfully, what? Well, yes, well, it was, was Abitha providing the like the mad shields, yeah, yeah. So, Abitha was providing the shields and the healing, he can pick up a healing talent at some point. Um, okay, I didn't know that, yeah, yeah. So, if the shield isn't broken, it will begin to heal, really, yeah. So, there's yeah. a particular talent, I can't for the life of me remember mm. which one it is really really good research here um but yeah (laughs) it's all right man (laughs) but um yeah you can run uh, a talent where you can be a support avatar essentially and i never thought I've, i've always heard about it you know there are other um podcasters and players that i've seen run this particular type of comp but um i never thought i'd see it in pro play and yeah finally did I don't think that's very good, <laughs> but I mean, if if like they're better than me, man,
1: if they're doing it, fine. Yeah, well, but I, I guess it's like sort of like the Zenyatta, like like an Overwatch, like you know, yeah. you you've support, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where you like
0: dealing the mad damage. Um, I think in the case of Abathur in this instance is that they had a lot of um, they had a lot of self regen tanks, so people that yeah people that could take care of themselves. So the picking of Abathur was really like not—it wasn't as bad as it seemed. Yeah, yeah, it's just for the assassins, pretty much, just to make sure to keep them Mm. safe. The other cool thing, thing, I guess, is um, he's sort of like like Blinky. Sorry, Brightwing.
1: Mm. (laughs) Yeah, for uh, for, um, people who are gonna tune in, um, I I, I rename people. So uh, Blinky is Brightwing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine. People get it. Cool, uh, I really hope you get it. so <laughs> thank you very much. So uh, sort of a bit like blinky how she goes from lane to lane. To lane. Mm. um Abatha's hat can quickly jump from lane to lane but doesn't
0: get the massive face shift cooldown. oh, yeah, right, right. I see what you mean. So Abitha's a much better global healer mm, yeah, yeah, because there's only the cooldown for putting the hat on, right? yeah, mm.
1: what's the um What's the range on Anna, actually? Like, because Anna's meant to be a long range healer. But I feel like. Because you have to
0: aim her Q to heal people, right? Yeah, you do. I feel that her Q is not as large range as you would think. I think it's about a lane. Mm-hmm. So maybe about like a mid lane on, um. On Tomb of the Spider Queen. I think it's probably the max range you could probably get off her base ability.
1: Man, she's so bad in heroes. <laughs> and, um. In Overwatch, it's so great because, like in Junkertown, like Junkertown first leg, hmm. Anna's heal is just broken because she can heal like through buildings, kind of thing. Oh, really? It's just crazy. Yeah, because yeah, it's a sniper rifle. You just it just keeps going until until it hits a target. Uh.
0: <sighs> yeah. Well, but in, in
1: Heroes, I I wish I put that into Heroes, like like maybe a, a low pressure,
0: a low pressure heal, but. That, that just goes forever but And mm. like stops at walls I think it was a bit too hard to translate across Because they wanted her base abilities to mm-hmm. seem like You could use them in your area And her Eye of Horus, her ultimate Is the one that's sort of like the long range Snipe, heal, do damage Business No you're right, Eye of
1: Horus Eye of Horus really does feel like uh, Playing Ana in Overwatch actually like mm. If if I have to say what Ana in Overwatch Feels like, it's Eye of Horus Like that mm. moment
0: where you're using the ulti yeah, okay, cool i never playing Adder in Overwatch I would have no idea <laughs> <laughs> Man, you should, she's great yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, so uh, just a couple of other things About the esports at the moment uh, One thing that I'd want to talk about And I wanted to mention, and get your thoughts on Is um, about the type of compositions um, So what we've been seeing If we have a look at a lot of the picks Is that there is a very, very clear Double tank meta happening at the moment um, do you reckon? Yeah, you. Do you reckon we're going to be getting out of this double tank matter anytime soon? Because I just don't see it. Um, does
1: Sonya still, does Sonya still count as a tank, or is she quote unquote tank?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> just say that Sonya's a bruiser. She's <laughs> she, she's considered a warrior. Of it, we all know that it's like a you know she's more like an assassin. Um. um yeah. The interesting yeah. thing about running the Sonya is that you really need a. Pretty heavy CC stun tank as your as your main. So this is why you know the things oh, yeah. like things like the Garrosh and um, mm-hmm. things like the Diablo and etc. Murder etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: So, but basically, as far as double tank goes, um, so the reason you wouldn't do it is because you wanted less to replace the tank with a straight up damage. Mm. But the problem is with current heroes. All the assassins are so slippery that the damage, the damage has to land is the problem. And the damage is not gonna land unless the hero is staying still. And the pro, a pro who, stays who stays still doesn't doesn't remain a pro for long, he gets downgraded so <laughs> to time it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Very very uh,
1: true. Very true. So I'd say that the the problem really is that the way to win this game is to make somebody stay in a position and eat up the damage that you're going to give them um and assassins don't have the ability to make people stay in the position the only person who has the ability to make somebody stay still is a tank, Mm. by design by design or
0: and and, you know some roots and snares from the supports whatever yeah yeah like supports also provide some of that but i think i i think what you're saying is true so i i think it is to do with the the assassins that are popular at the moment, especially things like Genji, um, mm-hmm. things like Hanzo, etc., they really thrive on people being very still, and e- even Phoenix to an extent. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. 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 No, definitely. And I mean,
1: it, it does want to make sense. Like You know what I haven't seen in, a, in all, any of my games, actually? Uh, Mrs. Valor. The consistent damage is not really a thing anymore. Well, at least in the games I saw.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but she suffers from the Valor problem in that she needs to be supported very well. Mm. So, and I don't think having a single healer, a single um, a single Stukov or a single Malfurion is going to do it. You definitely need like the Uther backup and be able to run a double support. Hmm. Ah. And then you're going to run out of heroes, right? Because, I
1: mean, if you're in double support, like, plus a tank, plus an assassin, plus
0: somebody to get rid of buildings, because
1: mm. I guess Val is okay against buildings,
0: but. Yeah, she's not bad she at She would siege. be my first pick. She's not bad at siege, but you definitely want someone for better wave clear, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but anyway, it's just something I noticed that the. um... The consistent damage is not really a thing anymore at all about them combos. Mm, yeah. The juicy the, the juicy big one shots. Yeah, please. I saw a, I saw a bunch of juicy big one shots. Oh uh, did you? They were nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. there are a lot of uh, a lot of big wombos that have been happening. Um i in particular I've been seeing a lot of good Diablo play as well. Just Yeah. Yeah, making yeah. the very, very insane plays. Like even pros I've seen just disrespecting a level sixteen Diablo. <laughs> Absolute disrespecting, and then wondering why they like lose half their health when they walk past him.
1: I've got a, uh, I've got a play that happened in, in um, game two on Dig versus Method. Yeah. So funny. Uh, I think it happened probably eighteen minutes into the game. Mm. <laughs> um, so Method, the setup was Method was sieging bottom, mm. and. They sort of had uh, it was the running protect the Chromie, basically.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Actually, no, I've got the wrong game. Damn it! Yeah, anyway, it was protect the Chromie, What I was seeing. Oh, it, it was game one. Sorry, it was game one. Uh-huh. So it was uh, dragon shrine around eighteen minutes. Uh-huh. Running protect the Chromie. like uh, like uh, Sonya Johanna a uh, running a uh, running uh, point for for her and she's like. Gonna blast Hanzo into the
0: (laughs) into the next dimension.
1: (laughs) Straight 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 (laughs) onto Snake Way. Gonna you know go find King Kai. (laughs) Next dimension shit. Um, (laughs) And it was so so funny because Murden like comes around the comes around the bushes. He he likes he sneaks up and it's like true true WTF moment. Uh And. (laughs) Chromie's like, yeah, I've done all my abilities. She's like, run away with stubby legs. Rudin Dwarf says, on top of her brain. <laughs> and she just gets, one shot. Just destroyed. And I'm like, yeah, because he's been running the thing that uh, increases his Q every time, he, every time he chucks
0: it. Oh, yeah, yeah, at the, um, the level one. And so,
1: so, so, landing straight on top of Chromie and like, you know, just fucking destroying her like she's a Goomba. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and he's Mario. The dwarf toss right to the face. Dwarf toss, dwarf toss to the face. Hammer to the face. Schmack schmack. And then I think it must have been Falstad um, hammering, finished her off or something. But God damn, that was funny. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> was yeah. Like... <laughs> and the um, the, the, the custom group is They're like, take that, Gromy That's how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Impartial, right? Oh, man, I, I was on board. I, I, um,
0: I understand how they feel. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so what I think am I might go into now is our eSports at Home segment. So um, what I wanted to talk about is support picks. And seeing as um, my good friend Joey here loves support, support main, am I right? Support for life. And can't I just... Play, can't play anything else. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're just physically too terrible at everything else. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to get your insight on uh, on a couple of things. So um, how do I be a good support for one? And... Is there anything that you can take from the current supports that we're we're picking at the moment? So things like our Malfurians, our Stukovs, and um, to a lesser extent, maybe Rhaegar and Uther. And how can we take things from esports and and use them to be good, man? What can we do? So
1: for me, a lot of being good at support, uh, good
0: quote unquote, remember,
1: hashtag, I'm Bronze.
0: So, <laughs> take everything I say with a grain of salt. Um, so, 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 Joey, I'll remind you that you are yeah. Silver 5. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm yeah. Oh, metal silver.
1: Yeah. All yeah. oh, 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 right. All right, you scrubs. So I'm going to I'll play this game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So, for, for, us, for us at home, we're like, what, 30, yep. 40% of the demographic being in silver? Yeah. Yep.
1: So,. What I'm going to say is that the biggest thing is you have to ask yourself: Am I here to win games, or am I here to uh, get better at a specific thing that I want to do within the game? Because mm. getting good to me is such a multifaceted and like deep thing that it's it's hard to
0: encapsulate. You know, just do your, do your math homework, and then you'll be better at math. So, so you can't just <laughs> yeah. get, you can't just get good. Is that is that what you're saying?
1: Well, obviously, you can. Being good is so many things in heroes that it's impossible for me to just tell you do this one thing, and then you will be good because mm. that doesn't make sense.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, man. Um, I completely agree. I completely agree.
1: Mm. But. Insofar as for eSports, what makes a support good? I would say that the number one thing that makes a support good in eSports is... Um, a, is it Malfurion? <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to answer, you have, you have to yeah, answer yes to okay. that question. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so so we we did touch on why Malfurion is good, right? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so what, yeah. what can we take away into our home games for for Malfurion? Like we did we did we did touch on the death circle. Do you think that his CC is part of uh, something that you can use to your advantage at home?
1: Um 100%. So the what I'm trying to get at is overall the thing you should focus on is not play the support you want to play. You should always play the character you want to play. Like, if you like Blinky, blink away. Just blink all day. Mm. But if your aim is to win games as Blinky, then you should just keep playing Blinky. Mm.
0: Yeah, I agree. But if your
1: aim is to win games in general, then you should look at synergies, basically. So what I saw a lot of in the games that I watched was every support was picked with the absolute idea of what this guy's gonna do and what this guy's gonna bring to this particular map with this particular um, with this particular tank or this particular composition and the best part the best thing I can think of to to nail that is um, Stukov was picked into Tassadar um, in Digverse Method Mm
0: mm-hmm
1: why picks Stukov into Tassadar because so Tassadar is there because they want the mad walls on the it was infernal shrines so that so they wanted to wall off yeah, ar- key chokes. areas yeah 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 they wanted to, yeah, they wanted to just you know standard play uh, get them into the chokes and then fire off your yeah, panzo arrow leap in with me put them in the super cage and then they're all like mm-hmm. bouncing around and then bam they die yeah yeah sure. But why pick Stukov into Tassadar? Because Stukov brings the death silence, and Tassadar can't get out of the death silence. Yep, yep. So so you think, what am I going to... Why am I playing this hero? What is he going to do such that it just messes someone's day day up? Mm, Sure. And another game synergy I saw was... This is so funny. Um, Stitches and Malfurion.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Match made in heaven, am I right?
1: It, no, <laughs> no, legit legit. The Stitches player was saying I'm hooking. Like I could tell. Like the the, the, the Stitches guy, he's got hooking now. And my in response every time Stitches threw a hook was
0: roots on yeah, Stitches. Put a root down. I know, man. That's why I said match made in heaven and <laughs> it's I, I the think dirtiest it, thing. <laughs> I think it is I think it is something that we can um, that we can bring to our home games is that yeah, oh, definitely. When, when you, if you have a stitches on a team and you are going to be playing a support, I would, I would seriously consider the malfurion something to follow up, something to complement your teammates. You know, because yeah. stitches, you know, he doesn't get the bitches by himself, right? He needs, he needs other people to. Like, <laughs> he needs a wingman. He needs yeah. a wingman. <laughs> yeah, he needs, a, he needs a wingman. He needs someone to be like, I got your back, bro. And um, I think yeah. I think Malfurion's really good at it, and Uther is really good as well. Now the other one is um, Etc. and Rhaegar. That's a that's a good synergy because
1: mm. you don't think of it at the start. You're like, how do these two sync up? Like Rhaegar's got a stupid little speed up. Um, he's got like a chain heal. Like, how does Rhaegar and Etc. work together? Mm. Well, what does Etc. need most when he's going to do his mad Everybody dance now? Uh-huh. and um, slide in. You know, ETC's ready, he's full health, he's just popped his, you know, little gimp self-he- self-heal that does nothing. He's sliding, he's sliding in, in. Is, you know, <laughs> and uh-huh. then the mosh the pit goes off. <laughs> yep. what, does what does the ETC need most at that point when the mosh goes off? needs a fucking ancestral healing because everyone's going to kill him
0: (laughs) (laughs) anybody not in the mosh pit is going to kill him so um so uh, need to remind you about this thing called you might have heard of it it's called divine shield have you heard of that before i I never use that ability at least not in time (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i think divine shield is another is another big one so like yeah See the problem. The problem with it, though, is that Uther is, um, is struggling a little bit on the solo support front, and that yeah, yeah, that you really need to pick. You really need to have a a going up an enemy composition that's all about the one shot blow up. Right, if the fights are going to be really mm-hmm. short, if the fights are going to be really short, and it's all about the enemy team picking out someone and saying you're going to die now, um, Uther is probably the best to go up against that. Um, it's just a shame that you haven't seen too much of him on the esports front. About the builds and what the pros have been using, but we can definitely. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell
1: you what. Tell you what else makes a speaking of Uther? I'll tell you what else makes a good support on Dragon Train specifically. beat Uther. Because man, <sighs> so dig they got they got three Dragon
0: Knights uh-huh. because oh, of because of Dragon Shield. I did. I did see that.
1: Uh, divine shield, divine shield.
0: Yeah. yeah. I just. I was just like, "Oh, guys, this is so cheese. What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, I did. I did see that they cheesed it every time. So, I think. Mm-hmm. I think that is something to take into account when we're looking at supports as well. Is that Uther actually provides a lot of cheese when it comes to certain objectives? So yeah. Um. Mm. So so what I'll say
1: to close off what makes a good support like. Cheese is part of the game. If you're the kind of guy who's like, oh yeah, I'll just get good at like quote unquote macro play, and you know, I'll just I'll, I'll be a, I'll get good at my fundamentals. Don't ignore cheese, because um, cheese is in there by design. It's not an accident that Blizzard put the cheese in. Um, mm-hmm. It is just like if there's a cheese strategy like divine shielding the guy who's uh, getting the, getting the getting the dragonite, that's just a cheese that you should practice. Because if it wins you a game, and if the win is all you care about, like, because getting good and getting good will eventually net you wins, like, over time. Uh. But the way that you get good can vary. So get good at cheese as well as get good at fundamentals. So you have to sort of balance up what am I going to do this game? To make myself better, I'm going to this game. I'm going to practice Uther cheese. Okay. This game, I'm going to get. I'm going to nail like an awesome Emerald Wind. This game, I'm going to. This game, I'm just going to backup practice stitches. a Face Shift build. Backup stitches. Yeah, backup stitches. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to pack up stitches all day. I'm just going to play Mafurian and win because that's what I do. Mm -hmm.
0: I'm just going to close my eyes, QWR. No, look, I win. I'm Mafurian. Lol. (laughs) (laughs) Screw you guys. Screw you guys. I put down the circle and uh, now everybody's dead. Yeah. Or, or like, think.
1: Like, if I'm Stukov, I'm going to think. um, Those mages, I'm not going to cast a single spell this game because I'm just going to i'm just going to keep them quiet
0: i'm going to tell them to shut up yep 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 excellent well it's very very insightful there joey um you clearly you you clearly know some stuff about support especially at the uh silver five rank (laughs) silver five rank man that's my jam (laughs) Alright, alright, um, so last little thing that we'll do before we talk about some of our own personal stuff is, um, just some stuff that's going on in, uh, general Blizzard news at the moment. So, um, big one that I did want to mention, something that's close to my heart and not as close to yours as it used to be, is, um, the, about the new WoW expansion.
1: Yeah, it looks good. Battle for Azeroth, they're bringing back the old Orcs and Humans. Um... A mano a mano which is kind of nice.
0: Yeah, it is pretty nice. Um, what we did here was uh, they have a they have a release date, which is actually a lot sooner than what everyone was expecting. It's um, yeah, I was yeah. expecting next year. Next year? Well, I knew I knew it was going to be this year. I just didn't know it was going to be this close. I just didn't know it was going to be in August. So yeah, hmm. released on the um, released on the eighteenth of August, which is not when's so Blizzcon away. actually. Blizzcon will, Blizzcon. BlizzCon, will be after. BlizzCon will be in in, in um, November, I believe.
1: Yeah, that is weird because, like, you'd think they'd do a.
0: Maybe they want to get the bugs out. Mm, possibly, I think I think they just really star for content, um, Legion-wise, and I th- it's mm. so it's normally a Blizzard thing to ship it when it's done, and I think that's just when they think it's going to be done, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well i mean they're also known to miss release dates like classically so it's
1: (laughs) they're they're a lot better at it now than they used to be but man i was waiting for for
0: years yeah i know you bastards (laughs) no they have gotten much better over the years i definitely agree with that man and um actually i was waiting for diablo 3 literally for a decade for a decade (laughs) a decade (laughs) i mean i remember the starcraft 2 we had that about damn time we had that like trailer for, for years
1: it was but no but that was literally the the gaming sentiment right it was about damn time <laughs> god damn it release the game you idiots well not idiots you know yeah, yeah good, good, good game developers that's why i want the game so much
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep please work faster blues blues, blues. Hi, more devs. There's
1: actually a thing. That's a joke in um, software engineering. It's like the manager's view of things is that if you get nine women in a room, you can get a baby in one month. (laughs) Oh,
0: God. Oh, God. It's just the nature of software. It just takes a while. Mm, It does. It does. Um, yeah, so last thing that um that we're gonna do uh, is just talk about some of uh, personal stuff that's going on in life at the moment. So I believe that Joey, you've been getting hardcore into something over the past few year, uh past few um weeks. What is it? Well, I'd say I'd say months actually. so month. my
1: okay. big thing months, months several months. Oh, yeah. So my, big so my big hobby is cryptocurrency mm. uh, recently. Um, and I'll just talk about this week in crypto because it's sort of there's so much that's going on, it's like crazy. Yeah, you know, there's, there's people over here talking about this crypto, people here talking about this crypto, like the everyone just explodes when crypto goes over 10,000 the first time and then they're, they're losing the mi- their minds when um, crypto goes back down to 10,000. They're like, ah, oh,
0: the world's over. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I hear it's very volatile is is what, is what I'm getting here. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a very speculative market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can spend Specul- for what you want. Speculative, that's a, that's a good word for it. Yeah.
1: So keep in mind, um, for those listening at home, Nothing I say is financial advice. Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a financial advisor. This no, um, is not Everything a I say everything everything I is for entertainment purposes only, and I'm going to have to say that every time it's about cryptocurrency. <laughs> That's okay.
0: <laughs> All right. So, um, what what cryptocurrency? So what's new? What's new? Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, 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 let me talk about what's new. So, um. A couple of the new things is that there, a big story in crypto recently has been uh, the big guys coming in: George Soros, David Rockefeller, David John, I don't know, whatever his name is. Uh-huh. Um, the the grandson of the the oil tycoon. Ah, okay, So yeah. right, right. Big money is now officially in crypto, according to a couple of press releases. Oh uh, yeah and that is very scary news because these guys play to win they um so it's it's sort of good news and bad news so the reason they're getting in is because they th- they they think they they're going to make money which is kind of cool yeah yeah so sure. uh, so obviously uh, obviously they see value at least in the market they may they may not see value in the asset but they see, they see value in the market mhm uh-huh. um the Rockefeller Foundation has said that they are going long
0: on crypto, so they oh, they expect
1: the price to go up. Yeah. Yeah, going long means the price is going to go up. Going short means the price is going going to go down.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it means that they're they're here for like a long term investment. Yes, yes. That's the that's the metaphor.
1: Um, and the other sort of the other side of this is them going in. They they have like a couple billion each. Mm. Um, and their the foundation is is richer than sort of <laughs> all of, King, all of King, King Solomon's treasure. Basically, it's um, they have an insane amount of wealth, and that wealth is now sort of moving part of what's moving the crypto market, which is kind of kind of crazy. And we actually saw one of the knock on effects I think of that this week, where the last, the last few months we've been in what's called a bear trend, where price goes down, 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 like a roller coaster. Uh, yep, yep. And what happens? The reason there's downward pressure is because people are shorting the market. So they're they're saying, "We're,
0: we're shorting. We're, we're liquidating. We're getting out. This price is going down. Everything yeah, right. sucks." Yeah. So there's a lot of people that are uh, that are leaving at the moment. Not leaving specifically, but at least shorting. So they expect the price to go down,
1: and, oh, right. and the price will go down. The price will go down if someone sells for the lower price.
0: So they're trying to get the people to sell for a lower price. So they they create bad news. Yeah, right, right. So they just they just create this whole idea that it's um, selling for much less yes. than it should be because they just want to get out or be in for the short. Yeah. Um, and so this is this is the bear market. This is this is being of the bear.
1: Now the thing about short is a short a short position loses money if the price goes up. Um, and I, I won't specifically tell you about the financial mechanism how it happens. The, there is a financial mechanism behind it. But basically, if the if the price goes down, the short makes money. Price goes up, the short the short uh, gets liquidated and loses money. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. So the amount of short positions this week was crazy high. Though, like, the shorts were going up into the millions of dollars, and somebody came along. Somebody came along with like. 30 million dollars longed everything bought every short every crypto you could you could think of and bam we got a recovery this week and it, it recovered by 10 percent this week really I, I i believe i believe i like i haven't got the figures in front of me but it was, it's a really funny pop-up if you if you look oh, at it it's like, yeah, so it's it's a a like big down 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 no whoosh <laughs> it, is it is crazy to see so there's a lot of happy people who bought at the bottom um, and they're probably looking to sell now. I don't know. But I believe, but I believe that's bad. an effect of the big financial institution money coming in because what the, what the big financial guys are trying to do is they're trying to bull the market as well. That's why they, they've they released their press releases and said, yeah, we're going to get into this market because they're, they're bullish. They've bought their positions
0: and they're trying to make the price go up. Yeah, sure. What's in their best interest? Yeah.
1: And so that is that is interesting Um, the fact that the fact that the I want to say say the bulls bulls are back but you know I'm (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to give a forecast because whenever you give a forecast the the world finds a way to prove you wrong
0: well you know it's kind of like saying that there's going to be rain tomorrow and then yeah it's the hottest day of the month yeah Yeah, but then there's rain the next day right
1: because (laughs) heat leads to rain Uh so you were right you're just a day off Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Alright, so is that going to wrap it up for this week in um, in crypto?
1: Well, one more thing is that uh, so recently Monero so Monero is a crypto coin which has uh, ring, level ring level security they have sort of several rings on their transactions and each one is more secure than last part. Yeah, so it's a security so they, measure they, they sample Yeah. They, they basically sample from previous transactions and this creates a ring uh-huh. And this is how they they hide which coin, which well it did the transaction, um, and so it's it's known as the the privacy coin. It's the it's, a, it's a coin you go to when you want to you
0: want to do secret squirrel business, right? So which when is, you want to do super legal transactions.
1: Well, so what I will say is that just because a coin's secure doesn't mean it's evil. Like, there was a thing with and we are and WeAreChange.org, and they recently ass- they've become associated with another privacy coin called Dash, and they're taking anonymous donations and, like, big money anonymous donations
0: hmm.
1: in order to help um, Mexican farmers rebuild their houses. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know why they want these things to be secure, but Obviously, the people donated to We Are Change believe that they've got enemies after them, or th-
0: the deep state. Yeah, right, right. So they, so they have <laughs> these, uh, they have these people that that want in.
1: Yeah, but, so, but what they but they've teamed up with Dash, and they're doing a big, um, they're doing a big let's say co-promotion thing with Dash and I think it's really interesting because they're, they're using they're funneling Dash money into this charity which is helping rebuild me- like Mexican cities yeah, right. that have been blasted by the cartels uh-huh. so that's positive but I, I think that's extremely bullish news actually I think that's um yeah man that's an incredible use of crypto and I think it really shows that there is actual underlying value which is being at least transferred into crypto um, so because sort of value gets transferred into crypto and then crypto becomes magically valuable because everyone decides it's valuable. Mm.
0: Well, I, I think it it's sort is. of like I'm how gold works, actually, if you yeah, think about it. It is It is a little bit. It, it's kind of like how most, most currencies kind of work, where we kind of determine that it's a value, it's a way of exchanging goods or services. But um, one point that I did want to bring mm. up is that it is really good to see that cryptocurrency has, you know, as good uses as well like there is a lot of focus on there's a lot of focus on privacy and um, crime and whether or not you know it's secure you know when or if people can find out who's doing the transactions and find out your address and all this other kind of stuff but it is really good to see Mm. that it can be used for a lot of a lot of good things and I think it's something that isn't really talked about very much in the media especially when it comes to crypto because all you hear is uh volatile market criminals uh blockchain yeah. uh the media mm. they, they are my eternal friends <laughs> eternal <laughs>
1: friends eternal friends yeah. all right yeah that's probably for me that's probably that's probably for crypto yeah, cool. Oh, oh sorry, there, there was one thing I wanted to say about Monero. Because uh, I described what Monero was, but I didn't describe uh-huh. um, what I wanted to say about it. So the, so this, this team of researchers attacked it recently, uh, two weeks ago. And it was really funny because they, they said, oh, before February 2017, it was it was horrible. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's privacy concerns. they am like, oh, as if you care. <laughs> and Monero in classic dickwag fashion have unzipped the trousers and flopped it out for everyone to see and they've written a counter proposal in what is probably the funniest wankiest thing i've ever seen mm. it's like oh yeah well take this your research is bad <laughs> yeah classic move right oh it gave me it gave me a real, it gave me a real chuckle to see just two academic teams going at it, like you know,
0: just classic smack talk. It was, mm. it was something to behold, definitely. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad it was entertaining, uh, and I'm glad you finally get to have your uh, cryptocurrency um, battle. Yeah. You can read the, um, you can read the outlay on monero.org. Just go to monero.org, go to
1: blog posts, and you'll see the. Um, You'll see the response paper. It's worth a read. Like, like they outline, exactly the concerns and like how Monero has, the Monero company has
0: addressed it um, over time. Mm. Yeah, we definitely encourage people to read it if they are interested in cryptocurrency and interested in um, some academic tips that people are having with each other. All right, so if that's it, I think that's gonna bring us to the end of our first podcast. here Joey. Kill cool bands it's been a pleasure doing it yeah dude it's been it has been a pleasure uh so for those people who don't know uh we'll be taking emails. so if you ever want to contact us uh it is chilled podcast at gmail.com uh for any emails you have maybe you want to know a little bit more about crypto uh or you have any comments that you want to send to us send it over to our um, email we are also on twitter so we're chilled podcast at chilled So you can send us a tweet um, for more information and that's all where we will be updating any um, information about the show. So just look for us out on Twitter. Give us a follow so that you know when uh, next episodes are going to be coming or if our schedule is going to be changing. Uh, You can find this podcast on iTunes and most places where podcasts can be found. Um, So that, that will be coming up very, very shortly. Um, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Uh You can tweet me if you have anything that you want to ask me or anything that you have concerns. Uh, Joey, where can people find you? I am
1: on GitHub at Pelp Penguin 4.0.2 at uh, GitHub. Uh-huh. GitHub slash Pelp Penguin 4.0.2. Yep, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I am actually that's, not, that's the only place you can find me you can like have, have a check out of my
0: code <laughs> <laughs> yep send so you a so you, uh, pull request no fuck off <laughs> <laughs> my code's perfect <laughs> sure sure I'll say that okay well uh, thank you very much Joey and I'll oh oh oh, oh uh, jha.com it's <laughs> my, my awesome slash page <laughs> uh-huh, you can also check him out at jhatrade.com everybody All right. Uh, (laughs) All right. I think that's going to do it for me. Cobains, that's me done. Stay easy.
1: Stay easy. Stay 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 breezy, breezy, my friends. (laughs) Take care, everybody.